episode 35. You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Well, hello again, fabulous business owner, and welcome to this episode of the Social Hub Podcast. I am your host, Stacey, and if you are a B2B business wanting to learn how to grow new connections and relationships on a platform that is completely set up just to do this, then this episode is a good one for you. Yes, I'm talking about LinkedIn. And honestly, guys, hands on heart, I am the first person to say Even as a B2B business myself, I am not utilizing this platform effectively, mostly because I'm so busy with Facebook and Instagram, my member communities and my Facebook group that the thought of mastering another platform strategy just seemed, well, to be honest, a little bit overwhelming. And I know that if I'm feeling like this, then you guys surely must be too. But I did some digging on some of these stats around LinkedIn recently, and I was so impressed with the potential of this platform and the ability to get your content seen that I knew I had to take notice and start considering it more seriously. Then came along a new friend of mine, Jen Donovan from Social Media and Marketing Australia, and we are just like a match made in heaven. Being two country girls, you could probably say that we are like the jam and cream for your best batch of scones. Jen loves LinkedIn and she uses it so effectively with really simple, practical strategies. And you all know that I love to keep things simple, right? And I love Instagram where Jen doesn't invest as much time as what I would do on that platform. So us two social media gals became fast friends, swapped podcast episodes on our two favorite platforms, and here we are today with a jam-packed episode full of gold on LinkedIn. And I have to say, after this ep, I have Jen to thank for now me getting my butt ready and working more on my LinkedIn strategy. It's still a work in progress, guys, but hey, It's actually in progress, so that's a plus. Now, before I hand over to Jen and our fabulous chat, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my Masterclass Bundle. What is a Masterclass Bundle, I hear you say? Well, my friend, it is three of my best and favorite Masterclasses that I deliver each and every month inside of the Social Collective membership. Yep, that's right. Three two-hour juicy deep dives full of strategy-filled trainings, complete with all the tools, cheat sheets, checklists, and support that you could need. Currently, if you're listening in real time, the three on offer are my Facebook ads that convert masterclass, grow your own Facebook group masterclass, and 100 days of content. But if you're listening in from the future, I do switch things up around here. So the masterclasses on offer could be different. And with 
ones coming up that we have scheduled in on topics like email marketing, video editing, how to create your own podcast, vision board making, goal setting and analytics, and much, much, much more. You are absolutely guaranteed a bonanza of amazing learning, no matter what three are in that bundle. For $97, that's right, $97, I may as well throw in a bunch of bloody snake dives here, guys. It's well worth over $1,000 and it is so much value. You can find the details for this Masterclass Bundle and to connect more with Jen, um, my amazing guest, over on the show notes for today's episode at www.thesocialhubau forward slash 35. And as usual, that's 35 spelt with letters, not numbers, guys. All right, welcome, Jen, to today's episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to have you on to talk about LinkedIn because I know hands on heart, even though I serve business owners and LinkedIn is like the B2B platform, I am not, I am underutilizing it 100%. I'm not an expert on it. I don't want to be an expert on it. Like I'm so busy enough with Facebook and Instagram. It keeps me so busy. So um, I'm really excited to hear your experiences about using LinkedIn yourself and particularly um, how you use it to really connect and build relationships with people. Um, LinkedIn has some really interesting statistics, which I thought would be good to go over and share together as well. Um, but before we do any of that, um, I just would love you to share a little bit about yourself. Um, we met through a, um, a mastermind that we've been doing with Angela Henderson from Angela Henderson Consulting. And it's been really nice to get to know you and meet another marketing and, you know, a girl that does social media as well and be able to complement each other um, by featuring on each other's podcasts about topics that we aren't experts in ourselves each. Um, so yeah, tell everyone a little bit about you and Social Media and Marketing Australia and what you do. Thank you, Stace. I'm really happy to be here and talk about LinkedIn. I think that LinkedIn's just this little thing that just hasn't been tapped into enough by enough, uh, especially service-based business owners. Um, so I'm a little bit excited to come and talk about it. And look, you know, hand on heart, I have to say it's my favorite platform. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I do like the platforms. They drive me insane just slightly, but I just have this affection for LinkedIn, um, which, you know, and I know we were talking a little bit before you press record, it's kind of like LinkedIn's kind of where the other two platforms were going back maybe four, five, six years ago. So, um, yeah, super excited to have a little chat with you about that. But um, my name, my name is Jen Donovan, and I have a marketing business. I actually live in the Riverina of New South Wales on a farm with my husband and my three almost adult children, who uh, keep me very busy and um, busy. Anyone who's out there who has almost adult children knows that it's a different kind of busy to toddlers and uh, children like running around your feet. But um, like I have to share Wi-Fi. So this is why we're recording it while they're at school because oh. I have to share my Wi-Fi with them. But Mine um, are getting there. Like Ella's <laughs> 11, she'll be 12 in October. So like that tween age, it's just all about the friends and all about the phone. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. So I totally <laughs> hear you there. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I help uh, small business owners, you know, just implement marketing strategies. I'm a firm believer in marketing should be a priority in our business. And that's why I love coming on podcasts and talking about different strategies, in this case, LinkedIn. But I just find so many small business owners, and you would see this Tuesday, so I'm sure marketing is something they do when they have time. Yes. It's kind of that thing they put on the back burner, but it's the one thing that will help move your business.
business and, you know, reach those goals that you want. And it kind of, for me, marketing is everything because I think everything you do and say says something about you, whether you meant it or not. So that's where my passion lies. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I think because there's so many platforms to be on today and because, you know, it's so available and free to us as well now more so than it used to be, you know, like decades ago it was, you know, print and radio and TV and it was a lot more structured whereas now you can jump onto Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and start connecting with people and it is busy. It's, it's, it is busy to stay consistent um, but in that consistency of your marketing is really where the gold lies. Um, you know, not in one random Facebook ad that makes you famous or one random, you know, lead magnet that has 10,000 downloads. It's in the, it's in the consistency that you do all the time, finding the platform you love and that you want to be on and that you find lots of value out of and just being and showing up there and creating valuable connections with people, which is what you've been able to do with LinkedIn, which I'm excited to um, yeah. talk about. No, probably just like, you know, you've, you're obviously, you know, loving Instagram. I quite like LinkedIn. It's my favorite platform, but I think there's kind of like a lesson in there too. Like I don't particularly like Instagram, but I'm on Instagram and I get a lot of engagement on Instagram. So it's kind of like, I have to be there because that's where my people are. That's where my people want to hear from me. So I think if you're listening to this podcast and you've kind of dismissed LinkedIn, then I think you're doing your people, your prospects a disservice because if they're on there, then they deserve to hear from you on there. So I I guess I just want people to sort of listen with a new set of ears uh, about LinkedIn and you know we have to be where our people are that's just we can't just be where we feel most comfortable or you know where all the pretty things are or where we feel most comfortable yeah 100% and I guess that kind of leads in quite well as a segue to talk about the stats that we were talking about because I actually I did a live in my Facebook group it was a little while ago and I was just talking about you know platforms that are online and some you know statistics about those platforms and These were some of the ones that I had researched and found out about LinkedIn. So for those of you listening, I like I'm all over Facebook and Instagram. You guys know they're my places. Um, They're like my places to hang out, but they are very busy platforms. And particularly with like Instagram, you have got to be active daily. And, you know, if you talk about stories, they're only there for 24 hours, you know, even Facebook you could you can get away I reckon with minimum five days a week but you know other than that really both platforms you should be active daily whereas LinkedIn it's it is quite different in the way that content is created and consumed and the impressions that you get on LinkedIn so this is what this these are the statistics that I had researched and found out that was that there's 575 or over 575 million users. So it's not like the billions like there is on Facebook and Instagram, but there's only 260 million active users and only 40% of people access it daily. So it's not a platform where people are spending, you know, five hours a day like they do on Instagram or Facebook. Um, That there's 9 billion impressions each week on the content on that platform but only 3 million users share content weekly. So what that equates to is that 1% of users are generating content weekly, but it generates 9 billion impressions every single week. Now, 
for, for me as someone who lives in with impressions and reach, cause you know, that's what Instagram and Facebook, I know what that means. That's massive. Like that's a lot of reach for one piece of content, which if your audience is on LinkedIn, that should be an extremely appealing number, an extremely appealing statistic. And that statistic in itself should be enough for you to consider looking into the platform more, I think. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Like, and and if you're kind of like driving or you're in the bath and you're kind of thinking, what are all those stats again? Because there was a few. I guess the one thing to take away is one percent of people make the content. Like, it doesn't even you know there are what did you say five hundred seventy five million people on the platform, but only one percent of them are making the content for the platform. And I just think that alone is just a stat to really make you prick your ears and go, ah. Oh, are my audience on LinkedIn just itching to hear from me? Yeah, because there's not as much competition. You're not competing. Like Instagram is busy. It's a busy platform. There's competition there. That's not as much competition on LinkedIn when you look at those numbers. And numbers don't lie. I'm an old banking girl, so numbers definitely don't <laughs> lie. <laughs> no, numbers don't lie. And I think uh, it is, I call it professional Facebook. Like it really is professional Facebook. And it's not professional necessarily as to who's on there, but it's professional by the way the majority of people act. I, I hear from different people that when I start talking about LinkedIn and and they're like, oh, but don't you get spammed a lot? And honestly, I don't get spammed a lot. And the odd one that I get, I just quickly go in and unconnect with these people. And I'm sorry, you can kind of see them coming. You know, they, yeah. send you, they send you this little connection message like, mm, I'll give you a try, but I'm pretty sure you're going to spam me tomorrow or in the next hour. But I don't find that people are spammy, but I find that people are really open to connecting. And I can remember one example of a gentleman who had a post on uh, LinkedIn and had a post on Facebook. And it kind of was a bit of an odd post. He's a friend of mine as well as a connection of mine. Um, and it was a blog that he put up and the picture he used was like one of those 1970s beach p- pictures with um, all the girls in bikinis and that sort of thing. And I remember looking at it going, that doesn't really make sense for what the article is actually written about, but it was on LinkedIn. It was on Facebook. I can tell you the people, the trolls on Facebook absolutely tore him to shreds over that picture versus what he was was writing about it was absolutely we all know what trolls are like on Facebook it was oh, insane yeah. LinkedIn I was watching it on LinkedIn one guy put a quote um, put a little comment on there not cool mate he's like yeah point taken and took it down so that's the difference in the professionalism people will still call you out but they're just so much more professional about it yeah. so then I guess That kind of um, leads into, let's just clarify, like what sort of businesses do you find are on LinkedIn? Because it's always been more the professional platform. So for someone out there going, is my target audience on LinkedIn? Should I be considering this as a platform? What are the businesses you find that are on there and that you're connecting with? Look, I find that a lot of different businesses are on there. But there's very much a difference, as we can tell by the stats, of who's on there and who's active. So I think there are a lot of corporate people on there um, who belong to big corporate businesses, but they're not necessarily active. Um, But I find that, you know, probably coming from a regional country area myself, there is only a scattering of people who have found the power. It is, there is a lot of city people on LinkedIn, but it, 
just about any B2B, if your customer is another business, then it's definitely a platform for you. But I find there is a few marketers. Uh, there is a lot of leadership. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, uh, of the posts that I actually see out at speakers. There is quite a lot of speakers on there. Like, and they're just, there are people on there whose businesses um, want to target other businesses at the end of the day. But I would really encourage if you are a B2B, so business to business, um, business to business, business, that's way too many businesses (laughs) in one sentence. But you know, the, I, one thing I do love about um, LinkedIn is if you have a recent, um, like an up-to-date profile, and, and it does, it's kind of keyword rich for what you use. If you Google anybody's name, it's almost the second or third thing that comes up. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it, for SEO, and if your name is your business or you know very closely associated with your business, it's just gold. Yeah. Yeah. And so and on LinkedIn, it's not like, you know, Facebook and Instagram is all about the followers, but LinkedIn, it's a connection yeah. that you have now. And it's not just as simple as like you connect with someone and that's it. Like Facebook and Instagram, it's one follower. That's it. That's, that's the value exchange. There's like second or third like uh, not, what's the word yep. not generate I was gonna say well, generation the, the connections the yeah. first connection second yeah. connection so and your first ha- connection is the person you are actually connected with so you've sent them a message hopefully which we'll talk about that in a sec um you've sent them a message and say hey would you like to connect second connections is kind of like your second cousin removed so you are both connected to someone but you're not connected to each other so it's like that second connection so yeah. um they will still see your um things they will still see whatever you're posting and your feed if their connection who's connected with you comments on it or likes it or something like that and then there's third connections uh, and there's someone that you're not connected to at all so you don't have any mutual friends any mutual connections but you know for some reason you seem to have come up whether that's by using hashtags really well or you know um, sharing or so somehow you have got onto their feed. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like algorithmically it's a little bit quite similar to Facebook and Instagram in that if someone if someone's engaging with you, it will push it out to, you know, people that they know or more people like them. So that's like your second connection. Um, and then the third one is, but so how do you know if they're a second or third connection? Like if you go onto their profile, it will tell you. Yeah. Or even if they comment on, if I put up a post and someone comments and it actually says, you know, first, second or third, like it does actually tell me. And I guess that from a marketing point of view, or even any business owner, I really encourage you to watch that because it kind of gives you a bit of an idea of how much your content is spreading. Like if you put up a post and you find that, um, there are lots of people commenting that are second and third connections to you. That means you, your content is reaching a long way because yeah. they're, they're finding you. They're not finding you because you're friends or because you're connected. They're finding you through the algorithm, pushing it out further. Yeah. And how do you, how do you see the algorithm working on that platform? Because I know with Facebook and Instagram, they're quite different. <laughs> Look, I think it's a little piece of gold. I yeah, yeah. Am, I absolutely love that it hasn't been ruined uh, yet by, uh, I guess, a pay-to-play platform, which is kind of what ruined the other two in the, at the end of the day. Um, and, and maybe it's coming. Um, 
I guess that there is a, you can actually pay for Instagram. Oh, sorry, Instagram. You can actually pay for LinkedIn. Um, I, I don't do that. I don't know a terrible lot about that, but um, the algorithm kind of works in um, like, if you just think of, you know, the ripple of a, a pond or something, when you throw your stone in, when you throw your content in, there's just this ripple. So the more people that you can get to like and comment on it in like the 20, uh, first 24 hours or really even the first three hours, the more the ripple effect seems to go out. It's, it, it is very similar to the other two algorithms as in the more love you get, the more love it will give you. It's just not quite ruined as a pay-to-play platform. So it's much easier to do. I guess if people like us that have been on these other platforms for a long time, think about what it used to be like yep. and that's kind of what you'll find on LinkedIn. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, and I, I, it's not that I'm comparing it to the two, but obviously that's what I know, right? Yeah. But it's like when I look at Facebook, particularly Facebook, um, Instagram obviously is owned by Facebook, so it's a little bit of this as well and it's coming like you've got video, the video feed, which is really highly integrated with the fact that there will be monetization, so mm-hmm. ads in organic videos, like that pay-to-play part is coming to Facebook and to Instagram for IGTV. There's obviously yeah. paid ads inside of your feed, plus Facebook has all this other noise of groups events and all that going on as well and then on Instagram obviously stories are massive on Instagram so there's that's even an an extra algorithmic part of that platform so the the algorithms on those two are so busy they really are so busy and it's it's a lot to to unpack to you know have that consistent strategy whereas it sounds to me like LinkedIn because it's um you know it's it's, you know, that when you look at that 1% of users gets 9 billion impressions, it seems to me like, like you said, it's a ripple effect from that, from a post or an article or something that you share is just getting a lot more organic traction than it would on the others. Yeah. And I guess if you, um, think Obviously about it's that. got to be valuable content. You can't just like <laughs> post any random thing. <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, no, no. But I guess, you know, you just kind of think of the algorithm that it's almost just screaming out for more content. Like yeah. it has to service those 575,000 or even the 260 million users that are active. It has to find more content for it. So it's yeah. almost screaming for, I need yeah. more content because otherwise I do have pushing out what I've got to everybody because there just isn't the content on the platform to be filling everybody's feed without everyone getting really great reach. And like you say, of course it has to be valuable content. Um, Some of my absolute best posts on um, LinkedIn uh, is asking questions. So, you know, what's everyone's favorite subject? themselves (laughs) you know if you want to get you know big high engagement on LinkedIn uh, other than you know really great article or something put a question to people say hey you know blah 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 you know ask them a question because you know if they get to answer it about themselves then uh yeah it'll get a lot of reach yeah yeah so then that leads me to my next question is what sort of content do you find people um really respond to on LinkedIn specifically? Um, I think content buckets would probably be um, people love a really great infographic. I don't think it's much different to the other platforms in some ways, but people really love an infographic or a step-by-step. I think people 
even though perhaps they don't spend the amount of time on the, that platform like they do on the other two, I think they are looking for content rich um, content as well because I, you know, articles is something that you can do on LinkedIn. So it's like writing a blog, but it's called an article and it's native to that platform. So people will spend time reading that article. Like that doesn't happen on the other platforms. Like it's kind of like, you know, um, Instagram probably has long form posts uh, in more recent times, but they're not like a whole big article. And so people will sit there and they will consume that, which is very, very different uh, to the other two platforms. No, people Um, won't read something that long. It's just that people's attention spans aren't, uh, they're not conditioned anymore to read something that big on that platform now. Mm, yeah. mm. Whereas, you know, on LinkedIn, like, people do actually sit there and you can see it in your stats. Um, and, of course, you know, that gets a lot more eyes than if you just share your blog with a link, um, linking out. But even still then, like the algorithm hasn't killed the link out like I found on Facebook. Like it's just as soon as you put a link to go off the platform on Facebook these days, you know, the algorithm's like, nah, not likely. Oh, um, Facebook <laughs> is all about on staying on the platform and if you look at facebook shops and everything like everything that facebook is bringing out it's about keeping people on platform um which has its own um pros and cons i believe (laughs) and i know you do too because i listen to your podcast about (laughs) facebook shops and i know we have the same opinion there um and so that's really interesting as well is that um obviously any platform is going to favor its own uh native content so if the article which is like a blog is um, native to LinkedIn, it's going to favour that. But if it's also not um, disfavouring, if that's even a word, um, the external links, that's good to know as well. Because it is important that all these platforms we're using, eventually we need to get them onto our website and get them into our mailing list and get them, you know, where they can connect directly with us. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's not punishing it at all, but it's not punishing it, obviously, like yeah, yeah. you can see on a Facebook uh, platform. Because really, I think we're kidding ourselves if we really think we know exactly what the algorithm is doing. Like, I, I don't, like, we, we, we are best guess people <laughs> when it comes to what the algorithm is doing. So, what I see is it's not being punished near as much as, you know, a, a Facebook link out. Um, yeah, but and so those articles are a really great idea, you know, even to have those soft cells within an article. Like, so there you're conditioning people to read, and you can get so much of your expertise in a long form article because I think the character limits on LinkedIn are quite a bit smaller than um, yeah. Instagram. I think it could be 1300. Don't yeah, on a normal me, it could post, be. it's not quite as big, but obviously the articles then is what you would use for the long Yeah, form. yeah. So that's yeah. what they're that's where they're wanting their long form content, you know, for the articles. So you do an article, you know, you get even more algorithm because not enough people are doing articles yeah, and yet yeah. that's what they want. So So questions you said are good, <laughs> articles are good. Give the what algorithm other, what it wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what other sorts of content are you finding people are responding to? Um, 
I think the whole step by step as well, just like on the other platforms, you know, if you want to do this, this is like step one, step two, step three. But yeah. I also think the engaging content, like, you know, asking a question or, um, you know, sharing something and then asking for that response back, just like you do on Instagram, I guess, with kind of those micro conversions yeah. where you're wanting people to comment and that's, but it's, um, yeah, like, allowing yourself to have some content that actually is asking for engagement rather than just telling people what to do or getting them to read an article. And what about personal branded content? Because I know on the other platforms, like I'm always saying, you've got to get your face on your feed. Like if you want to stand out, you've got to get your face on your feed. You've got to be a um, show up for your audience. And um, is it similar on LinkedIn as well? People, People respond to that sort of content too? Yeah, I think they do. And I think it's still, you know, it's still human to human marketing and it's still, you know, humanizing your brand. I don't think because, and it's a bit like on Facebook, I guess, because you can't see it all there at once. You do have to, you know, make sure you are sharing your face. Um, And, but, you know, not all the time, I guess. It's sort of that mixture of showing up as a brand, but also like, delivering some very valuable content like in an infographic or um you know something along those lines or an article or a podcast you know link out or something Uh, but yeah it's still the same you're still wanting to show up as you um linkedin live's a little bit interesting so you actually have to apply for linkedin live oh wow um you just can't have it. And uh, if LinkedIn's listening, you know, I'd really like it. You need to stop saying no. <laughs> are, you, are you hoping it's like, you know, like this is like, you know, when you say something out loud in your lounge room and then all of a sudden Facebook yep. shows you an ad for it, you're hoping yep. LinkedIn will hear this and then go, yep. oh, Jen Donovan said she wants a live. <laughs> now you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think also be careful what you wish for because, you know, the few people that I do know that have live, you can get taken off you. If you don't use it, they will actually take it off you. So it's a very, I, I, and as a suspicious person, I wonder what the thought process behind that is. What's the value for LinkedIn? Or I think Microsoft bought LinkedIn. So what's the value for Microsoft behind doing that, having that challenge? Because if they really wanted more live video, they just give it to everyone. Mm. That's a way of getting more live video, but that, yeah. That so the people who get it. a question mark, doesn't it? It's yeah. In yeah. my little ant brain, it does leave a yeah. bit. It's like, what are you up to over there? <laughs> what are you up to? But it's good to know that, um, you know, that human to human element is, it is across all of your platforms. You know, if you mm. talk to a web developer or anyone, they're going to say you need a picture of yourself on your website, on your about me page or wherever, like you it's that humanization of your brand that helps people connect with you. Um, So I I think just validating that message is really important too to people that if you, if you're scared to get out from behind your laptop, there's way more benefits to doing that than there is downsides because the faster people can connect with you, the, the faster that they will convert. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I often tell a story about my friend Sam who actually made me cry at the time. But, you know, I was complaining to him years ago, like four or five years ago, about being on video and showing up and this sort of thing. And he just turned around to me and he just said, look, Jen, you look and sound the same to me standing here right now as what you do on your video. Like, I'm pretty sure I look like a supermodel and didn't really sound like that. But apparently I did. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> If you stand in front of people every day and talk, then that's just exactly how you're going to look and sound on video and that's okay. Yep, 100%. So how how do you make that connection with people directly or how do you find people that you connected with? Like what's the process you find works best for you? Yeah, so I think there is a little bit of strategy to it um, and, I, and I think... I often get frustrated. You can tell the people who have had like a um, a connection hour type of thing, like, you know, they just hop on and they're just like connect, 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 connect. connect. Because in, um, LinkedIn does make it super simple in that you can just click a button and connect with someone just like on the other platforms or it's just like or just follow. Yeah. But I think if you really want to use this platform and stand out on this platform, you've got to take it that next step. So to connect with somebody, you know, you press connect, but then there's like, personalized message would you like to personalize this message yes so you personalize the message so there's some groundwork then that needs to go into personalizing that message and it might be a three second look at their profile to see you know what they do or what their company is or something or you know something that you think oh wow you know I I do that or that's very similar or my best friend does that and so it's really personalizing that message to them Um, like you know we have lots of great mutual connections I you know I thought it be really good if we could connect too or you know I I see that you know you're a rural girl doing awesome things always want to connect with those types of people so just personalizing it not salesy nothing whatsoever you know if you wanted to you could kind of write you know Jen Donovan marketing strategist or something like that if you just wanted to kind of plant that seed a little bit of who you were Um, but that it, it just it makes you stand out from the crowd because so many people just click that connect button. And I will often get people that will write back to me and say, um, you know, I appreciate the fact that you took, you know, a couple of minutes to write me a message to connect, would love to connect or, you know, and that just opens up just like in your DMs and Instagram, it just opens up that next level conversation. Um, But if you get a connection, I think you've even got a bigger piece of gold. So if someone reaches out to you to connect, one of the things that I like to talk to my clients about as a part of their strategy, their connection strategy is there's a little, you can do a video, but that's next level, but there is a little microphone that you can click and you can record like a minute video or a minute talking to these people. So if someone reaches out and connects, click that little record button and go, Hey Sam, so great to connect with you. That's awesome. You know, love, can't wait to connect more and learn a little bit more about you. Uh, hope you're having a great Wednesday. Catch you soon. And I guarantee you that 90% of people will either write back and say, thank you, or will write back and go, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The amount of people that still say that to me about Facebook voice message is like, how did yes. you do that? And I'm like, there's a microphone, just press it. Um, so funny. So you do this in a DM. Yeah. Yeah. So you do this in a DM because is it LinkedIn where you can actually put a little message as well on your connection request? 
Yes. So you can do that and then also too, but you do this as a DM afterwards. Yeah. So the the connection request is you connecting with someone, the microphone thing, you can't do that until you're actually connected. So that someone has reached out to you and asked you to connect with them. And that's where the opportunity can come. Um, And it's just, you get to stand out from the crowd, but again, it opens that conversation for someone, you know, to have a bit of a chat with. And I can't tell you the amount of people that I have now a connection with a business relationship with that just started with a simple voice message um, or just started with a simple request um, you know a connection request or something like that it's just so much more than what I found on other platforms but I will caveat that by saying it is my favorite platform so maybe I put more effort and energy in over there as well than what I do on the other platforms so you know I have to be careful you know saying you can connect more over there but that's just where I put my energy yeah, I do. I do notice because I, I am on LinkedIn, even though I don't really utilize the platform. But I do get a lot of um, the the DMs about thanks for connecting. Mm-hmm. I do notice though, but this is because I've got no strategy and I'm not putting any effort into the platform either. That a lot of them are, um, you know, I might have accepted the connection request, but I really, I'm not really using it that strategically. And I notice that some of them are quite botish in their mm-hmm. um, response, but at the same time, and I think this goes to show like you love it, you're investing in it, you're making an effort to research valuable people to connect with. That also happens on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get a random stupid account, follow you on Instagram. And if you accept it, they will send you a DM and it's a bot. Like yeah. th- these things happen on, on all of these platforms. It's the investment that you make in it. And from what I'm getting from that is that um, it's a really good platform that you found to have a, that valuable connection from the start by either putting a nice little message on the connection request or sending a nice DM personally after you, you know, accepted one. Yeah. Yeah. And just, um, you will, you will always get those botty people. So if you're listening to this, um, and you are on LinkedIn, be careful what you do, you know, just, or even any platform, you know, like bots have their place. I'm not going to go so far as they don't. And even, you know, um, LinkedIn, I find there is a lot of VAs that use LinkedIn on behalf of the LinkedIn account holder. And it's just like, I get that because it's a really great use of a VA's time, but you just have to watch what you're doing because yeah. you can be tripped up really easily. Um, I remember one day there was obviously a VA who was um, doing, I've got a screenshot of it on my phone because, you know, I'm going to use it as evidence one day. I got three connection requests all with the exactly the same wording so clearly I don't know how this VA was doing it but you know it was exactly the same I screenshot it and I'm like you know of course I'm not going to connect with you it wasn't even personalized just because it had Jen in it didn't mean it was personalized yeah and I think that you know I mean I use VAs lots of people have VAs and it's fine to use that of that person to do these actions for you but make it personalized like if you're going to mm. send a request or a, um, a dm or a reply back have something that's personalized so people feel special yeah 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 definitely mm. um so the obviously the when you're first connecting the dms is there anything else that you find really helps with connecting on the platform like engaging in content like 
Yeah, definitely engaging content, having a reach out strategy, just like you would on your other platforms, uh, having that reach out strategy where you spend some of your social media um, allocated time actually engaging with other people and being social, like who knew, social on social media, yeah. most certainly spending some time there and spending some time with people who you want to find you as well, just like you do on the other platforms. It's really yeah. not that different. So reaching out to people who you think one day might spend money with you and spending some time commenting on their things, um, you know, uh, engaging with their content as well and just, you know, showing up as you and showing up genuine. Um, it, it does wonders. And I've had people reach out to me from LinkedIn to, you know, do some work with me and I'm not even connected with them yet. And it's kind yeah. of like, so they've been watching from afar or they've been watching what their friends are doing with me and then you know they're reaching out and saying hey could we just you know have a bit of a chat about x y z like it I, I find it quite extraordinary and they will often say, oh, I've been watching you on LinkedIn or I'm connected with you on LinkedIn. Like it's, I don't often have people saying, oh, you know, I'm from Instagram, but I have people, you know, talk to me about being from LinkedIn. So I don't know whether it's that business to business mindset that happens more yeah. on LinkedIn or how that comes about. But I think, um, you're like your profile and your, um, Banner are really important as well. Obviously, your profile should be a picture of you and um, it needs to be a recent picture of you. If I turn up to a conference, I don't want to, you know, look at you and go, wow, that profile pic was obviously 25 years again ago because that doesn't look like you at all. So it's not like a dating site, you know, it's got to be a real picture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the banner becomes so important as well. Like your picture paints a thousand words. You know, what do you do in your business? We'll put that in the banner. Yeah. Um, like in Facebook cover photo, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. 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 Mm, yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. be strategic with those places as well. Cause well then if people are having a snoop, they're going to look at your, I'm imagining they're going to be looking at your profile picture and that banner um, and be, you know, having a look at your little bio and everything that's on there, just like they do everywhere else and go, making a decision whether or not they're going to hit that connect button. Yeah, yeah. Or are they going to even go further and get you to uh, come and speak at their event or yeah. have you come and talk to their team about leadership and things yeah. like that? Like it's that... Sometimes on LinkedIn, and it's certainly something I have found that I'm not always talking to my direct customer, but I'm talking to my buyer. So I've got a lot yes. of speaking gigs off yes. LinkedIn simply by showing up and showing that, you know, I'm a speaker, but my buyer have been in the room when I've gone to yes. speak. Yes. So yes. it's kind of that, you know, first removed almost again. So, um, yeah, you, all your connections don't necessarily have to be your buyer, but they can be leads to get to your buyer. Yeah, to put you in front of your buyer. So, like, you know, someone like me who my audience is business owners, but, you know, it's women in business that, you know, they're usually solopreneurs, right? So I might not connect necessarily with the solopreneur, but I might get put in front of, you know, like a room full of, I don't know, finance brokers or something or a room full of, um, you know, other coaches or something like that where mm -hmm. um, then that person would be your target market. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, one of my connections is in leadership. So, you know, I had him on my podcast and we had a good chat about leadership in small business and this and that. But then, you know, at the end of the conversation, he's like, my wife um, runs, you know, a bit of a thing with women in business. Would you be interested in coming and chatting with them? So, you know, he's not my target market. But I got, you know, I, you know, managed to, you know, make some more connections through his wife and that. And I guess that's just business at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, that's how business works. You've got to make that relationship first for those things to come to fruition, don't you? Mm, yeah. mm, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I've, um, I've got one particular client who's trying out LinkedIn as a B2C. So they're actually a jewellery shop. Um, so we have they were quite keen it's not something I'm like I don't know whether it'll work but um we've been experimenting with putting um that sort of content on LinkedIn just to see what sort of um take up they get or whether you know they can do some tracking or something like but when we started that then COVID hit and you know they kind of um as a retailer they pulled in their reins and that but yeah. it's something I'd be interested to start up again and just see because yeah. no one's doing it but is no. no one doing it because it's not working or is no one doing it because no one's tried it so yeah exactly mm. so that'll be that'll definitely be interesting so if someone out there is sitting here and they're going okay I'm a b2b business I'm I think I can do some research and determine if you know this is I'm going to have my target audience or some sort of, you know, connection to my target audience through people I can meet on this platform. What are your tips for someone who wants to get started? Um, so I guess first tips is kind of like research. So, you know, are your people on LinkedIn or are there people on LinkedIn who can lead you to your people on LinkedIn? Um, and if you find that the answer is yes, I guess, you know, it's um, setting up a profile is obviously the, one of the first things to do, but also having a bit of a strategy because you can't just share the content that you put on Instagram onto um, LinkedIn. It's different. Um, it's worded different. It sounds different. Your voice is slightly different. Facebook to LinkedIn is probably a little bit closer, but yeah. Instagram is definitely uh, different. So you've kind of got to sit back and think about the content that you will put on there. The premise might be the same, like the tips, the four tips to, you know, um, great marketing strategy might be exactly the same tips, but they're worded slightly different or the graphic might be slightly different that you would yeah. use on Instagram. So I guess if your people are on there and you're super keen, then I guess do you have this capacity to take on another social media platform? Cause there's no use setting one up and then, you know, delivering crickets because there's already 260 million people on there who aren't doing anything. Yeah, so we yeah. don't want to be one of those people. Um, but yeah, like setting up the profile and, understanding what you want to be found for just like on a website or just like in your bio in your Instagram and using those keywords um, really richly but also straight up telling people how they connect with you and you know what it is that you do inside your business I find that the I find personally from a marketing point of view that um, LinkedIn is somewhere where I can actually sell quicker I can actually tell people what I do, what I can do for them a lot quicker without having to, you know, I guess what is it? We talk about, you know, 16 different touch points. I find the touch points are quicker on LinkedIn because they're almost conditioned to the fact that, um, you know, this is business to business. We're on here to do business. Yeah, We're yeah. not on here to be social necessarily. 
And even though it's a social media platform and people are kind of social, no one puts on, you know, their weekend party um, photos or their beach photos or anything like that. It's sort of, yeah, it, it is there. You are there to talk um, somewhat business most yeah. 99% of the time. Well, at its core, it's it's a business connection platform and always has been, whereas Facebook and Instagram were, I mean, Facebook originally was connect with your friends and family and Instagram mm. originally was, you know, a lot more of a like notice board style for, um, you know, was it, was it food or artists or something like it was, you know, before it was really taken up by other people, the photographers mm. or, so, or something like that, you know? So, mm. you know, when you look back at, at where it's come from, um, they've changed so much. And I think that if you, I think, and, and I know it's definitely inspired me to get, a bit more strategic with looking at LinkedIn <laughs> because I, I do serve B2B and it's silly of me to have it sitting there doing nothing for me. Um, yeah. And if you kind of look at the other two platforms, like you'll often hear people say that, you know, business ruined the other two platforms. Like they were a nice little social platform. Then yeah, us yeah. marketers came in and we <laughs> made it about business. Whereas this platform was built for us. This is business. This is where we're supposed to be over yeah. here, talking business with other people who want to hear about business. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, Jen, how can everyone connect with you? What's the best ways for people to touch base with you, follow you, find you? Well, I'd have to be a fool not to say, hey, come over and connect with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll find me at Jen Donovan, two N's in Jen. So I would really love to connect with you on uh, LinkedIn, absolutely. Uh, otherwise, on Instagram, I'm at Small Business Made Simple. Um, yeah, or on Facebook as uh, Social Media and Marketing Australia. I had to remember the name of my own business there. That's not good, is it? It's not And Jen's also got a podcast herself. So all the links to that will be in the show notes for today's episode, as mentioned in the intro, um, and you'll be able to find her on all those places. Thanks so much for jumping on and talking to us about LinkedIn today, Jen. Um, no and hearing from someone who, you know, like you're having real success from this um every single day you know yep. and 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 it's not like you're you've you know you've put yourself out there and said I'm a full on linkedin strategist this is stuff you're just doing every single day like you've got strategy yep. in it you're doing it you're using it and it's working for you so you know if if you know people like us can do that then you know anyone else can i reckon yeah I totally agree. I totally agree. If your people are over there, get on it. Uh, those stats at the start should be enough to encourage you to at least look into it. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well, thanks, Jen. No worries. Thanks, Dave. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.